This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is one of your hosts, Melanie Wise, and I am with Erin Gentry and Brooke Kills. I'm excited about both of you, but Brooke, I feel like you haven't been on in a while. It's been, I think it has been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, people missed you. I remember the last time. I hope so. I (laughs) I missed you. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Actually, I did. I miss being on here. So, you know, I enjoy it. So, thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, we are um, looking forward to today's show because we've been having some conversations around here. Um, And in fact, our leadership team here at Mercy has been going through Keys to Freedom together for all of you listening who think, oh, well, if you work at Mercy, you must be a graduate of Keys to Freedom or you must be a graduate of Freedom and you've got it all together. That is incorrect. Yeah. You came and sat in our group meetings. You would discover that we also (laughs) are on the exact same journey that you are all on. And um, it's just been really refreshing, I think, for all of us doing it and realizing, oh my goodness. I mean, I think I've already shared this on on Mercy Talk. I've just realized, holy cow, I am not done. Mm, (laughs) Like, Like, I got a lot to still look at in my life and allow the Lord to, you know, address. And so, it's just been, it's, that has been refreshing, I think, for a lot of us, but also kind of convicting, because I think sometimes if we've talked about something enough and we've taught on something enough, we kind of think we've got it under wraps. So this has been good for everyone. And, and one of the questions that was actually asked in one of our more recent meetings by, uh, we had someone from the outside come in and lead our group through it. Um, she asked, what is freedom to you? And I remember as soon as she asked the question in our group meeting, I was like, okay, come on, let's, let's move on. What is freedom? We know what freedom is. Let's go. And it was so interesting to hear all of the different definitions. Now I will say that as a leadership team and as people who work in this organization, we all were getting at the same thing at the same Mm -hmm. idea, but we, we all defined it a little bit differently, a little uniquely. So we thought it would just be really um, good to just do a podcast on, on what is freedom? What does it mean? Uh, we talk about it all the time and, and how do we define it? What are we going after when we say freedom? And so that's where we're headed today. And if you think, oh, okay, I'm just going to skip this one. I know what freedom is. Don't I, do it, it. I, I really do think it will be interesting. It was interesting putting it together. We got some responses from some of you guys on social media, and that was really interesting to hear different perspectives. And so, um, so I, I hope that you'll stick with us today. And um, we actually are going to kick this entire episode off by um, starting with our founder and president here at Mercy. I was talking to her about this show, and I said, Nancy, I think I know how you would define freedom, but I think you're going to say it uniquely. I think you're going to say it in a way that only you would say it. And so um, we we are going to hear from our founder and president, Nancy Alcorn, um, on on her kind of what she would define. If someone came to her and said, "What what is this freedom thing you're talking about? 
what her response would be. So this is actually a phone call that I had with her that I recorded. So we're just gonna pause here and we're gonna let you guys in here on this uh, phone conversation with Nancy. So Nancy, one of the things that we are talking about um, in this podcast is just the idea of, of freedom and what it actually is. It's something that we obviously talk about all the time. It's what we are about. We're about transformation and freedom as, an, as a ministry. And, um, you know, sometimes people can define freedom differently. Even if you've asked different people on our staff, we would have a unique perspective on what freedom is. And so I know that our listeners would love nothing more than to hear straight from our founder and president, Nancy Alcorn, how you would define freedom. If someone came up to you and said, okay, so your organization is all about freedom. What's, what's that? What, what would you say to them? Well, I remember there's a, I remember a, the very distinct contrast between what I was like before I came to know Christ and started that transformation process that we're all still in. I remember distinctly the difference between what happened to me when I prayed and asked Jesus into my heart and confessed my sin. It was like this heaviness lifted off of me and this peace that I can't even begin to describe came to me. Mm. Now that was not the that so that was the beginning of my experience with freedom was receiving Christ. But then, as I began to grow in the things of God and begin to learn, um, you know that it's important, uh, like First John one nine says that because we we are forgiven and we're in right standing with God when we receive Christ, but we can still have the ability to make wrong choices and to commit sin. And First John 1, 9 was actually written to believers, and it says that if we confess our sin, mm-hmm. he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So to me, freedom is, is having peace with God, mm-hmm. knowing that I'm forgiven, knowing that if I mess up five minutes from now, that I have a way that I can go to him and have that heaviness lifted off of me and literally experience the peace of God that passes all understanding. We'll get back into the podcast in just a second, but wanted to take a moment to touch base with you. Of course, none of us knows what the future holds or even what this pandemic will look like tomorrow, but we just want you to know we've been praying for you as well as for our cities and our world. Our desire is to still provide relevant information weekly. And in these unprecedented times, we want to hear from you even more. So if you have questions or topics you'd like to hear us talk about, please send those over to mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. We'd also love for you to check out our new account Instagram, and you can find us by simply typing in mercy underscore outreach, and you can find additional resources and even ways to stay connected with us there. And lastly, I just want to remind you that Mercy Talk is a free of charge program. And just like all of Mercy Multiplied, we operate from donors and supporters just like you. If you're able, please consider giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com. Thank you so much for listening. Together, we will continue to get through this with the hope found only in Jesus Christ. So that was just a little snippet of my conversation with Nancy that day. Um, I love how she kind of ended that by saying, man, get in the word. 
Ask the Lord, what does this look like for me in my life? Not that he's going to have a different definition of freedom for everyone, but I think he's going to give everybody a different kind of vision of what that looks like. And it's going to be um, unique from person to person in that way. And so um, anyway, I I, I thought that was just really fun to like hear straight from Nancy Alcorn what her definition was. Um, And I actually want to take a minute for the three of us today to share a little bit about, you know, how we would define it if someone asked us. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, anytime anybody has asked me that question or has just kind of indicated, like, I don't really know what you mean when you say freedom, I go back to a definition that I heard years ago, um, by a guy named Bob Hamp. If you've listened to Mercy Talk for long, we did a couple of Mercy Talk shows with Bob Hamp, like years ago. It was very fun. Um, but he just, he has a freedom ministry in the, uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. That's still where he is. Right, Brooke? Yeah, I'm um, so. He's got great stuff. He's got great resources, great videos. And I remember years ago hearing him speak and talking about what freedom is. And there's just a way that he is able to teach and speak that's just so helpful and really helps you connect things. And I remember it stood out to me, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to say this verbatim, but really the idea that he was getting at was that freedom looks like being able to just be fully who God created you to be in the midst of your work, your life, your family, your church, your friendships, like everything that God created in you, it's being able to fully be that and fully express that. And when I think about that in my own life, I'm like, yeah, those areas in my life where I, um, you know, feel like I'm kind of in bondage, I am not fully me in those moments. And I think about people that we've worked with or that we've talked to, it's like the enemy can't really create new things. He just takes what is and twists it and mangles it. Right. And so it's like, he takes what God created you to be and he tries to steal that and kill that and destroy that. So whenever you claim that back, you're able to be everything that you were created to be. And so I just love that's, it's so simple, but it's like, that is the picture. That's what I'm going for. I want to be everything, God, that you created me to be in my work and in my church and all those things. So, um, but I, I love, I think um, there was something that he said, and Brooke, you may be able to like remember this, but he also talks about it's not being free from something, but it's almost being free for something or to something yeah. of that nature. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, um, yeah, because I was going to steal part of is too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, and it's funny because I think depending on the season of life, when somebody asks you, you probably have a different definition of freedom sometimes, and which is good. You kind of need to land on what it, what our goal is there, um, yeah. probably. So I was actually thinking about that. Like, I don't even remember what I said when we had our <laughs> keys to freedom study. I'm sure. It was oh profound. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, uh, you know, but yeah, he says it's not the absence of something, it's the presence of someone. And so with that being, and I think, you know, as a counselor, you know, you work with people all the time. It's not the absence of, you know, a difficult situation or, you know, difficult people in your life or a job you don't like, or, you know, that is not what freedom is. It's not, and we all get there. We're like, if this thing will get better, then everything will be fine kind mm-hmm. of idea. And that's not what freedom is. It's the presence of the Lord in our life in spite of all of the junk around us and being able to be free, whatever is happening, frankly, yeah. you know, yeah. around us. So, yeah. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you guys were smart whenever you saw this question, went and found a definition from somebody who's written probably the book on it. I just <laughs> went in my own head and was like, okay, 
what is freedom? No, I went so, in my head. It's just that his definition yeah. is this thing is in your head. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I think I need, <laughs> I need to get some of that uh, in my head so that I have those go-tos that kind of like picture, like you were saying, Melanie, like this is the picture that comes to mind. And Brooke, you were saying that too. Like this is what comes to mind when I think of this. I don't have those yet. So uh, I'll just share kind of my thoughts. I was really excited when we decided to do this podcast because I, something in me, even when you guys were talking about your leadership conversation, I was like, yes, we have to define this, like even just for ourselves. But I also can see that there's lots of different, I'll say definitions that don't contradict one another, but just offer a new perspective on what yeah. freedom is because it's a big thing. Um, yeah. So really excited for me. I, I kind of came up with this one. I said, freedom is constantly seeking Jesus's best for my life. And it's the ability to move in love without external or internal hindrance. So you like that? That's great, Aaron. Everybody watch, watch People the YouTube to see Aaron Melanie's face. In the future, he'll be like, <laughs> I once heard Aaron say this. That's nope. right. Not going to yeah, write that a book. Awesome. So you got to write a book to get, to get that. But um, I was just thinking, you know, of thinking something less elusive, like being, if I was trapped in a cage, I would not be free. Everybody can agree on that. It's less elusive than this idea of freedom that we're talking about. And they're not free. They can't go other places. Um, and there's many things they cannot do because they are not free. So when I think of personal freedom um, that Jesus has for me, it's marked by the ability to do things um, because I am free. So that, that means I'm free to make mistakes. I'm free to ask forgiveness and to forgive others. I'm free for life to take a different course than what I was expecting. Um, free to make a major change because God is leading me in that direction or micro changes. You know, it just removing those external and internal hesitations to make those changes as I feel led to do so to seek that best for my life, which might mean something. It might, it's not easy. Freedom is not an easy life. God might call me to do something hard, but it's the best. He only calls me there because it's the best for me um, mm -hmm. to go through that. And so just being free. Um, I think it looks like being able to do whatever God calls me to do, which will be the best for me. Yeah. That's, um, that's so good. my definition. Erin, that was fantastic. Well, uh, I think it, it gets at that same idea of like, it's not, you know, I was almost, as you were talking, I was like picturing, you know, someone in a jail cell, like behind mm -hmm. bars and it's not freedom. Isn't just saying, Hey, you're out of these bars and them just right. like sitting outside of the jail cell, like just looking around, like yeah. I'm free. Yeah. No, it's like free. Go, like go live life. Do, go do yeah. the thing. You know, that is like the ultimate. So I just, I think it was the same, like you said, a unique way to say it, but we're getting at the same thought here, that same idea. Um, so I, I love that. It was fun. We, we don't do this often, y'all, but we're going to do it more often. So y'all, all you listening, you need to follow us on social media. Follow the outreach pages. Yeah. I'm going to botch this. It's Mercy Outreach on Facebook and on Instagram. Yes, Mercy underscore Outreach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, So. We would love to get your thoughts and your feedback on different things we're going to talk about on Mercy Talk. We ask, you know, people, hey, what is your definition of freedom? What does it look like for you? And we got a few that we're just going to, we're going to read off here. Um, and I don't know all the names of these people, but we at least know what their names were on Instagram. Um, so on uh, one of the responses that we got from Her Life in Season was, um, freedom would look like being free from all fear and living each day, trusting that God has me so that I won't strive in my life to control things and make them happen or not happen out of fear. Freedom would mean being aware of God's love every second of every day, 
It would mean not feeling the weight of things on me, but knowing that they are on God. And I, I love that idea of, of um, and when I read that, I, I think about that scripture about just like, bring your birth, like, it's almost like what she was, what she was getting at was that there's just like this burden of like fear and control and you're wearing that and you're carrying this burden that you don't need to be carrying and being able to be like, Lord, this is on you. Like I can release this stuff and actually live light. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was thinking of that scripture that I'm like completely blanking on right now, but just like, I can bring my burdens to you. I can lay them down. And what you've promised me is that in exchange, you'll give me rest for my soul. And I, I don't know, I just, in reading her definition, I thought rest for the soul. That's what I think she's trying to get at there. And man, I'm after that every day. I've been praying that also a lot. reminds me of that Jenny Allen. Isn't it Jenny Allen, that, the quote? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. About the... Um, yeah. the uh, ox and the thing. And yeah, the- just like... <laughs> the ox and strapped in There's stuff and yeah she takes burdens. that very scripture and has yes, that, that's that what picture it is of like it's it's like doing every and this is y'all know i've said this a hundred times probably even on mercy talk like doing life with god not for god so right that idea of just like being strapped in next to him and that he does all the heavy lifting, not just of like ministry and work, but just of life. Like I don't have to carry the weight and the responsibility because that's what leads you into worry and fear and control. But when you are able to surrender and lay stuff down, he carries it and you get to live like in that soul rest place. I'm like, please yeah. Lord, I could use more of that. Yeah, especially yeah. right now. And even that quote that uh, her life and season got at, she really, went into the control side of things, which is the hardest thing I think to pin down about freedom, that there is a freedom in knowing God is completely in control. Mm -hmm. And it empowers me to actually take action in my life, even though he's, you know, he's completely in control, but I can be on the move um, Mm -hmm. within what he's allowed me to do, knowing, hey, if that doesn't work out how I think it should, well, God's completely in control. So Mm -hmm. I can, I don't have to be worried or ashamed of that or anything. I just get to, to walk in God's control. And I had trouble putting that in my own definition. So I'm so glad that yeah. she brought it up or he, yeah. her life and season. I just assumed. Yeah. Was We're a gonna woman. Go with she. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with she. I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We had some other responses of uh, one from Sammy Skipworth. I'm going to assume that's their name. Yes. Um, <laughs> so freedom for me is fully engaging in dependency on the Holy spirit slash Jesus and letting him hold me where I am safe. Also, it's claiming my authority in Christ and using it, plus walking in forgiveness towards myself, others, and God. That's when I'm the most free. Um, So I think that's just right. Like there is that place of just, um, and it's interesting, it kind of ties back, and I'll read the next one too, but just of knowing your authority in Christ, knowing what's his to carry, and what is, what ours, and that's where basically at the end of the day, when we're trying to carry things for the Lord, it's just going to bind us up. It's mm-hmm. not, it doesn't work out well. Like he needs to be God and we need to be us and understand our roles. I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, and then Jenny Crystal said, for me, freedom is being able to say no to whatever temptation is pulling at me and then being able to do whatever it is that would honor and obey and love Jesus practically This can look like saying no to a work opportunity so that I can serve Jesus by being available to teach and be present with my kids. Hmm. Um, And that's an interesting way to look at it. And I think it is 
what I, what I gained from that or gathered from that was too, just like seeking what looks good on paper may not be what the Lord is calling you to. What seems like it may be freedom financially may not, you know, may actually not be the blessing that the Lord has. Mm -hmm. Um, and y'all know, I mean, I'm, I'm all about, let's look, how does it look on paper? We can talk about it, you know, and see, and then, but also there's just that place of, you just have to be able to, to seek what the Lord's calling you to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and yeah, is something tempting? Is that because it's uh, something on my heart that I'm scared to do? Or is it mm-hmm. something on my heart that the Lord's like, or, you know, something that's actually pulling me away from him and being able to, like you said, be on the move to actually engage with him about what is, what are my next steps? What are the things? So if he's ordering my steps, there's complete freedom in that too, when we can get close yeah. enough to him to allow him and understand how he's ordering our steps. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like that just idea that I feel like a lot of these are getting at of, it doesn't feel like freedom. I mean, again, this goes back to just like a, you know, maybe a teenager's definition of freedom in their home is like, I get to make all the decisions. I get to run my life. That's just like, that's what you would think freedom would be and how much of our freedom as followers of Jesus is all about not being in control. And it actually made me think about today, you know, I was watching my little now 15 month old walking around the house, just making so many bad decisions. You know, <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm going to put this in my mouth and then run, or I'm going to try to pull this thing off of this table that could kill me, you know, or I'm get, like just so many, so many bad decisions. And I just thought, oh my gosh, if I let you make all your decisions, you're, you would ruin your life. Yep. And it's just, I mean, people told me this all the time. Like once you have kids, you will understand the Lord in new, new ways. And I'm like, I, that is the perfect picture to me. If I was making all the decisions for my life with no, like if I had all the control, I would ruin everything. <laughs> like I would yeah. destroy my life. Yeah. And so understanding that actually that's not what you're going for here. You're actually like freedom really does come from that place of complete surrender to the one who really does know best. And I feel like so many of these are going back to that thought and that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even in that, you know, I think it's also as we grow and mature, we do know to not make those decisions. And so it's also just the freedom to, to learn to walk as the Lord has commanded us to do, Mm -hmm. knowing that it's the best for us. And as we go, I'm thinking of that scripture where it says, I don't desire for you to have milk, but I want you to be able to have meat, like Mm -hmm. to grow and to not need those little corrections. Like, don't pull that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Eventually as we walk in that freedom, as we continue in freedom, he'll start giving us some of that, I'll say agency back. Like, Hey, Mm -hmm you can actually make that decision now because I, I think you're going to make a choice that's actually going to be the best for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so just thinking of that too, it is, it is completely walking in God's control, but it's also not sitting there in every decision like, Lord, should I eat this apple right now? Right. Yes. Okay. No, like soon, right. you know, the apple is good for me. I can eat the apple. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that was too basic of a, yeah, but Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give us the last two, last two that we pulled off from our social medias. Thank you guys who submitted these. This one's from Cheryl Firestone, hey. one of our freedom advocates in California yeah. and really involved with our Sacramento home. We love you, Cheryl. Um, so Cheryl said, for me, freedom is a sense of peace. Freedom is knowing I'm loved by God, my father, no matter what stupid mistakes I make. Freedom is not being burdened with guilt freedom is not worrying about what others think of me or that I have to be what the world dictates. Boom. That was a good definition. And just 
just showing, yeah, what, what freedom produces is this peace when you're walking in what the Lord's asked you to do that, you know, when other things start coming up against that, you're free to kind of push that to the side, say, I know I'm walking in where the Lord's called me to be and I'm walking in full freedom in that. So that's really good. I think that's a good, um, like a good indicator of where you are. Cause I'm just thinking through like the different seasons of my life where I'm, where I just feel like gripped by something, like I'm striving, I'm working, mm-hmm. I'm anxious. I'm like, ah, like that indicates to me immediately, like something has its grip on me right now. That's yeah. not of the Lord because that's not like he has created us for this place of rest in the soul and peace. And I know when I am operating and I have that sense mm-hmm. that odds are good. I'm in a good place. Like, you know, and when I'm not, that's just a good indicator. Like something's got me right now. If I'm not at peace and I don't feel that rest in my soul, what is it like yeah. and seeking that out? I just think it's a good indicator. Start looking for that. I that's, like that's okay. to, Oh, sorry, Aaron. No, please. Okay. I like, um, what she mentioned, she said, no matter what stupid mistakes I make, I think that's such an <laughs> incredible indicator too, of somebody who's free because we are going to make mistakes and we are going to have rough days. And if, if we're able to not sit in shame and be like, that wasn't great. I should not have done that, but able to, you know, walk through that forgiveness or whatever it is with the Lord, or maybe it's just an acknowledgement and taking ownership of your behavior and then moving on. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, I just see so many people live in bondage because they just cannot let go that they mm-hmm. did something wrong 15 years ago or, you know, whatever it is. And they, they start measuring their life by these mistakes and just kind yeah. of living in regret and freedom really in a, in a big picture in my, in my mind is, is owning those things, but not sitting in shame, not letting it keep you in bondage. And then just, and looking forward, what's the next thing? What does the Lord have? Cause he's not sitting in it with you. Mm-hmm. Like he's not sitting there being like, we should stay in the shame for a while. Yeah. That's yeah. never what he's asking you to do. Yeah. Right. Until you feel like you've genuflected enough and felt mm-hmm. bad enough that then you can move on or whatever kind of we shame. We do that to people, hmm? but he does not do that to us. Yeah, no, we do it, like, yeah. obviously, but yeah. <laughs> like, you need to feel really bad about this. It's just yeah, like, you yeah. should, you should, sh- I want to shame you and make mm-hmm. sure, and then when I feel like you've been shamed enough, then yeah. you can move on. Yeah, we that's right. God, we're like, well, I bet he does Very that healthy. Too. Yeah. If you were in any relationship like that, please go get counseling. Um, so, <laughs> but, and especially if you're in that relationship with yourself, like, if that is, you know, where, so I just really like that she put that because it's not, it's not that we're just sitting with Holy Spirit and never not existing in the world and mistakes don't happen. It's that when stuff does, we can pick up and we move on because we know who we are and who the Lord is to us, you know? Yeah. So, that is so yeah. good. And I actually. Good job, think- Cheryl Firestone. Yeah. I like saying that name too. <laughs> Got a great name. And I actually think that uh, the next, the next definition kind of wraps up a lot of what we're saying and it's a little more simple from. Loni B. Anderson, she said, freedom is the absence of bondage. It's living the abundant life that Christ died to give us. So just like you guys were saying, it's, it's not, um, oh, I have, now that I've done this thing, I have to live yet yeah, in this bondage of either my own shame or the shame that other people are putting on me, but I can be free to live the abundant life even after um, something goes maybe not as we planned or wrong or a mistake or something. So good. Yeah. Really and bondage is not tough situations. I think that we get that, you know, um, confused that we think, well, if I'm, I mean, I'm going to pick a job. I feel like everybody at some level, you know, or we're going through a hard season 
and we're like, this is bondage because I'm having a tough time with it. That's not what bondage is. Bondage are the things that keep you focused on that and not focused on what the Lord Lord is doing. Wow. You know, not moving in. I think that's just really important. Grieving or going through, and I mean, even the most terrible times, bondage can come out of that. You know, bondage can come out of trauma, but it's not the trauma itself, if that makes okay. sense. And I think it that's does. an important distinction. So what she's not saying is the absence of anything hard in your life. It's yeah. the absence of being completely bound by the agreements we make in those seasons. Absolutely. Well, I do want to end us for this episode, just kind of looking at what freedom would look like um, if if we were to live fully free. So we've just defined freedom um, out of bondage, living peacefully, all the things that we were able to just mention. Um, what would our everyday activities look like or how would they be impacted by freedom? I'm just going to present that question to you, Brooke, and to Melanie, kind of hear your thoughts, and then we'll we'll wrap up our show for today. I guess I will go. That's right. <laughs> so I That's see right. Melanie's face I right now. Being, I was just being nice. Let's let Brooke talk. She doesn't do that enough. No, that's good. Um, One thing I feel is really important to say is that if you struggle, you can have some areas that are not free. Like it doesn't mean that someone's not like a lot free. (laughs) And that, I mean, I think Melanie, you touched on this, like us going through the keys to freedom thing. Like, I mean, we hit generational patterns and I was like, dang, I got a lot. (laughs) I got a lot more. I thought I was doing really great. Yeah. (laughs) Or whatever. I mean, and and that's how, that's how the Lord heals us and grows us is that it is, it's in layers. It's not all at once. It's a deeper level of understanding. And, um, and, and it was in for, I don't want to say for the first time in my life, for the first time in a long time, did he reveal some really hard things to me and I didn't immediately go, dang, man, I thought I like, like, I wasn't really disappointed. It was like, okay, cool. We're ready for this next thing, you know, which is something I've been speaking about for a long time and know that it's important, but it, it actually has kind of landed in my heart. Um, and so I'm excited for what he's doing because that means he's on the move. Like you said, you know, um, Aaron, and I love that, but I think one of the ways if, if we are free, then we have to look at, you know, um, our life and our relationships and can you actually identify places that maybe aren't quite free yet or need a little bit more work? Um, To me, that's a piece of freedom is that you're walking, you're doing good, you're doing the things, you're investing, you know, spending time with the Lord, but that you can actually pick out like, you know what, this is an area that's still not done yet. And and Lord, what do you want me to do with that? How do you want this to be handled? And, you know, and sometimes it takes a little while, sometimes it's some persistence, but the enemy is always coming at us and it's not about focusing on him. It's about saying like, okay, Lord, what's next? What is the next thing that you are going to do? Not what is the next thing? And I'm saying this as someone who struggles and Melanie knows this very much about me, but I struggle with being like, I'll just do everything perfect. And then God doesn't have to worry about me. Yeah, I don't struggle with that at all. I don't know. What yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you, right. It's like really hard for you to understand that. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> You know, I just, I mean, that was kind of like, God can go worry about other people. I got this. It's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) And so as my delusion wears off, um, you know, he's like, all right, let's talk about that. Um, So anyway, I just think it's, there's a level of like, as we reach freedom in, in multiple areas, it's okay, Lord, what's next? And then not being fearful of that. Cause that's where the enemy's like, how much more do you have to do? Like whatever the voice of the enemy is that we can recognize those things 
move it aside and go, okay, Lord, what do you have? What are you going to do? How are you going to, how are you going to free the, free me up from this? Because like I can partner with you, but you're the one that has to do it and it'll be different for different people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I know that's not a lot of very specific things, but I just hope that we can sit in rest a little bit about how the Lord grows us and frees us up mm-hmm. that it is. I mean, really it's on him in a lot of ways. We just have to partner with it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pass it to Melanie here too, but even a lot of what you talked about, Brooke, um, we're actually going to be covering on a future podcast, which is roadblocks to freedom. That idea of like, as we're walking in freedom and we find maybe a roadblock that's preventing us from a certain area, we're going to get to talk about that more. So if if anybody is like, I I hear that, I just want to talk more about those, those things that stop us from getting there, we're going to hit on that uh, in a future week. So look Melanie, at me setting that yeah, up. Right. In a future week, as in next week. So hey, next week. All right. Yeah. Or wait, it might be a couple weeks from now. Shoot, don't quote me on that, y'all. It's coming it's real soon. In the future. Yeah, yeah it'll the be there. Um, yeah, I. You know, I was thinking, Erin. I know. I think you mentioned like how would kind of everyday life, everyday activities be, yeah. you know, impacted by freedom and and it's hard for me to not immediately think about just like relationships with other people, yes. especially relationships with like immediate family and the people that you're the closest to. Um, I, I, I was thinking about how, um, why Brooke? I just, it's easy to be free with not your immediate family. Yeah, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, I like to be so like, much. I'm free with all of those people. Yeah, we're great over here. I don't know what's Does it have to be it must be everyone. Yeah. It must be you. Yeah. 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 Um, no, but I just, I, I was thinking back to a conversation that my husband and I had with the, uh, the life coach that we see pretty frequently. And we just asked him as elementary as this sounds like, is it possible to have a healthy relationship with an unhealthy person? Ooh. And his response was, it's possible to have a relationship with an unhealthy person. <clears throat> and I was like, well, that answer that. Okay. So, and let's be honest, like at some level, we all have areas of, of unhealth in our life that we are working through, but it just goes to show that's like, like the healthier I get, the freer I get, the more healed I get. The ramification of that is that my relationships are going to get healthier. Like that's just, it's almost kind of like the fruit on the tree that we talk about. It's like, as, as I just get healthier, then my interactions and relationships with all those around me is going to be. And so I just think, um, man, you know, this is not just going to impact my life, but my pursuit of freedom is going to completely change my relationship with my husband. And it's going to completely change the the way that I mother my son. And I mean, if there's been any motivation in my life now, it's that, you know, it's like everything that I, everything that's broken inside of me is going to impact my child. And I know I've got to embrace the fact that that's just going to happen. Like God chose jacked up human beings to raise kids, you know? And I'm like, so there's, there's that piece of being able to accept that I'm not going to be perfect at this. And we're going to have to work through what it looks like to, you know, repent and heal and all of that with our children. But I just think, man, the healthier I can become, the more free I can become. Everyone in my life is going to benefit from it. And so that is a huge motivation to me. Um, if, if, if it's not just for myself, you know, man, it's really good. That's so good. And, And I, 
can't agree more. And just freedom will affect so many areas of your life, not just your day to day, but kind of your big picture too. I mean, we talked about some of those big changes and little changes you'll be able to make freely, um, not thinking, but if the Lord called me to do that, maybe I use that example. I cannot remember who shared it from social media, but not taking a job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't do that based on comfort, but if the Lord says, Hey, I don't want you to do that. I want you to do this, this, and this, you can make that big decision knowing and resting, um, that the Lord has it under control and other, you don't have to go into other people's opinions about what you choose to do and such. Right. <laughs> Maybe that immediate family we were talking about their opinions yeah. about <laughs> what you choose to do yeah. and such, but yeah, definitely. And, uh, I, I know we're coming to the close here about to be done. We could talk about this for a long time. Okay. I mean, this is kind of... Are we going to have enough content for one show today? Uh, yep. uh, yeah. Keep going. Ab- absolutely. Off, <laughs> I've done a good job not talking a lot, so <laughs> I've got lots of stuff. <laughs> lots more to say. Well, this is what we spend our time doing, but I will say an encouragement yeah. to everybody listening. Take some time. Just sit down with a pen and paper and write out your thoughts not just hearing our thoughts. I thought it was so fun to explore so many different perspectives today with the social media answers, with our own answers, but really take some time, find out your thoughts, ask your friends at lunch next time. What is freedom? They'll be like, that's easy. And then they'll try to start talking about it. And then you have a great conversation. So So true. Seriously, take some time, do this conversation. But another thing that we hit on so much today, you might've, you heard it throughout all the responses about freedom is everything had to do with an intimate connected relationship with the Lord hearing from God, knowing who he is, that he is in control. And so I want to take this moment to say, if that's something that you don't feel like you have right now, maybe you're struggling in that intimacy with the Lord, or you've never said, Hey, God, I want to know you in a relational way. We're actually doing a teaching on Facebook live, not today. Today, the episode came out on a Thursday. It's going to be on August 27th. And it is called Committing and Connecting with Christ. Mm -hmm. It's a part of our Keys to Freedom study, but we're doing it as an independent teaching. So you can come just for that one. And Brooke is smiling if you saw her on YouTube because she is teaching that. that You are. So if you want to hear some more, some more of those mini thoughts Brooke was talking about. Yeah, see, that's where it can all spill over, Brooke. It can all spill over. That's going to be you won't be there to stop me. (laughs) Nobody will. Nobody will. 7 p.m. on August 27th. That's central time, 7 p.m. So make sure you do your conversion of time zones. But we'd love to have you come. And if you you are someone who's committed and connected with Christ, you feel like you're really on it with your relationship with the Lord, you will still benefit from this teaching. And it could be a great one to direct some friends to as well. So we'd love to see you guys there. And uh, Melanie, I'll pass it to you to just give final final thoughts for this awesome episode. I do think it'd be so great. Again, if you're like, oh, I've already done that that step, it's fine. Um, you know, one of the things that we talk about in in that teaching and ideas, like there are always going to be roadblocks to like a deeper. It's almost yeah. like it's not a one and done thing. Like I one time committed my life to Christ and I connected with Him when I did that, and now we're good. It's this. It's still that glory to glory, ongoing, continual growth. I want to be more committed. I want to be more connected. Are you kidding me? Like, I want to be more connected to the Lord. And so, you know, some of the stuff we'll talk about in that teaching is like, or that Brooke will talk about in that teaching, Brooke, uh, will be, you know, just like, what are the things that stand in the way? What are the things that stand in the way of total commitment or, or that connection? Like, what are some of those roadblocks that, um, that can stand in the way? Which actually, yes, leads us into what will be our next Mercy Talk episode on, um, you know, roadblocks. We talked today about what is freedom. Now we want to talk about 
what is it that can stand in the way from in the way of that and man even as we've already started putting together our notes on that we're like there's a lot of things that can stand in the way because you want to talk about somebody who doesn't want you to be free you've got an enemy who's all over that and so he's going to throw all kinds of lies and deception at you to try to keep you from that place because the last thing he wants is a bunch of people who love the lord who are operating fully in who they created to be like that's like the end game for him so um Anyway, I, um, I am excited about that next show, and I hope that you were encouraged by today, and we will see all of you guys next time. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.